You are now in queue to join Game from the Gamers, a podcast where good friends gaming on PS4 talk about life, movies, relationships, other random shit, and, well, obviously, video games. Starring Chad, Garcia, Trey, Xavier, Daryl, and Corey. Let us put you on game. Game from the Gamers is brought to you by Cool Nerd Productions. Now let's start the show. Episode 33 and we are alive. What's going on? (laughs) How's everybody doing? How's everybody living? How's everybody feeling? Feeling fucking phenomenal, man. Yeah. Living that life. Phenomenally phenomenal. That game. Good, good. I am joined this week. This nigga. Okay. I knew he was gonna do it. You had to do it. Wakanda forever. You had to do it. You gotta do it like that. Wakanda forever. Oh man. So this week I am joined with Chad, Xavier, and Garcia. This would be session numero dos or uno, depending on how I cut this up. Um, and oh, we 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 pretty much have a full cast and an amazing topic this week. Um, Xavier, you have not heard it yet, but I did an impression of you in the Daryl session, and it was hilarious. So you'll be hearing that in a couple <laughs> weeks when this comes out. Uh, but yeah, uh, why don't you go ahead and do that thing where you introduce the topics and mm. you make it sound good and raw and shit. Why don't you do that? Go ahead. Let them know, you want dog. Me to introduce the topic to make them Let- raw and shit, you know. <laughs> do your thing. <laughs> That's how he did me. <laughs> Come on, man. Yo, what's up, man? How y'all doing today? Um, good, we man. Actually got, we actually got two pretty, pretty lit, pretty, pretty good topics. I'm excited about them. Uh, this first one, we're going to be all pretty passionate about it. I mean, we talk about it all the time. But do you guys think that being a nerd in today's world is like a super cliche hipster thing because like i feel like everybody is always like oh i'm a nerd or you know i do nerd things like now everybody watches anime randomly as hell or everybody wants to now be a gamer everybody likes marvel comics and y'all still don't be knowing what the hell y'all be talking about y'all be saying shit that don't make sense that's how i know you ain't a nerd some of the shit people do go ahead let them know let them know. Some people just kind of be riding the wave, you know. Yeah, um, like everything. Mm-hmm. Everything is a wave. <laughs> Fuck it. Everybody always trying to be a part Not of some shit. Everything is a wave. I think it also, is. I think also Hollywood is preying on like niche groups too. Like it is finding the That's most what? obscure shit and then just like, oh, uh, we can market this the right way now and, and make a killing on it. And then uh, like they just make it whack though. Absolutely. Right. It's all about money, man. It's a, <laughs> it's a it's a bittersweet feeling, I think, for me, because it's like some people it's organic and you can tell like, hey, like, you know, that's just a different aspect of you. That's like a different characteristic of you like us. You know, like we like sports like there's it's just a different part of us. I think like, it's a I bad feel like, thing. You know, it's, it, it's it's a bittersweet thing. But you're right. I think it's, it's hella marginalized now. Like so many people are just like, oh, yeah, I watch anime. I'm like, oh, what'd you watch? And 
you know, niggas is like, oh, I watch Dragon Ball Z. Not saying there's nothing wrong with Dragon Ball Z, but nah, that's like entry that. level stuff. You know what that's I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that's entry that's level position. Level, right you know there. I mean? like, that's kindergarten <laughs> right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Might be preschool. <laughs> right. Do, do we feel like maybe that we do that because, um, as we know, when things become popularized, they become washed out and diluted. So we almost don't want uh, people influencing the creators because they aren't true fans. They're just bandwagoners. And we're afraid that um, what happened to Dragon Ball Z Super pretty much is going to happen to everything that we love. So you get this weird uh, only people only know about Super Saiyans. That's the only thing people know who, who are not true fans of of Dragon Ball Z. All they know is Super Saiyan. So now there's 50 different Super Saiyan levels. And it's super uh -huh. convoluted and crazy. I actually looked up a transformation chart. Shit is dumb. Um, I don't get it. <laughs> but uh, now our one of our, our greatest shows is like super diluted and the animation is all weird and wonky. It's all cartoony. It's not the same as it used to be. So do we feel like maybe, I, I, I'll pass this to Chad, do you feel like maybe we're scared it's going to become diluted? Is that why we don't want people to jump on? Absolutely, man. You hit the, like, you hit it on the head, bro. I don't even know. Like, you say all that shit you just said. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, like, I think people get involved with it just because it's, like, the cool or the, like, okay, this is the cool thing to do or this is what's hot now. But I love things for the obscurity of things. Like, when you can't find shit, that's where, I'm, that's where I live. Like, yo, nobody knows about this, so let me go ahead and get involved. Like, when things get too popular, I bail out. I hate that shit. Like, you know what I mean? Dragon Ball Z is like, people just throw it around now. It's like, dude, I was watching that shit on Toonami when they was when they was charging up spirit bonds for two weeks. We had to watch Frieza get his ass whooped for three and a half weeks. Then after that, you know what I'm saying? Niggas had to sub out. Like, you can't tell me what needs to be done. So my thing with that is, is I, I think people are just jumping on the bandwagon. Absolutely right, man. Like, it's it's... It is what it is, man. If you don't know extensively about what something is, like you shouldn't really comment on it. There's people walking around with Atari t-shirts and they ain't never played an Atari. Uh, like, yeah. what you mm -hmm. doing? Mm -hmm. You ain't never seen this system. You don't even know what it is. You know what I'm saying? There's people walking around like, oh, I played Mario Brothers. When, nigga? Which one? What the, which one did you play? Because <laughs> I organically are interested. Which Open one did you arms, play? you know, we, we want y'all to join the community or just, you know, yeah. even experience it, try it out. But it's just like, if you're doing some cliche shit, that's, that's <sighs> why I can't get with that's it. That's why movies like X-Men Apocalypse are made. Because it's cliche. Yeah. This shit it's was cliche. fucking terrible. It was it's just horrible. something you want to do. It's just like, it's it's bad. You know what I mean? And I, I come from an era, and Corey, you could back me up on this, where niggas was calling us corny. Yeah. For doing this shit, like all of us, so you know, we've all been in that situation. Y'all niggas corny, whoop 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 whoop. We you we used to skateboard, do all kind of shit like that. Niggas, ah, oh, that shit whack. Now they're doing it. Now niggas just kick pushing yeah. around this bitch. Like it's crazy mm -hmm. how everything is. Like it's almost cool to be a nerd now. And it's like, yo, we used to get. I used to have to hide the fact that I was going to land parties. Oh yeah, computer I parties. That. I remember that. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I wouldn't tell nobody. Like you was like, "Where you going?" I'm going to a land party, nigga. You was like, "What? Well, like, what you mean? Like, I'm going to a computer party. Don't tell nobody, nigga. I got the shit strapped <laughs> to my back. I'm going." Yeah. <laughs> like, what is you talking about right now? So I don't know, man. Also, like, it, what, go ahead. Like, uh, having like a certain amount of lore about 
like a certain you know topic subject game movie it, it like it it gave you a certain geek level you know what i'm saying like yeah. you could go to somebody and you would be like yo did you notice such and such and such and such or did you get this ending and you know y'all can kind of connect on that level like yo yes i've noticed that too and you know like but like they're, they're making everything like common knowledge now like everybody know what happened into to marvel because like they like just laying it all out on the floor now you know so you really yeah. can't tell who like a super fan now because right. everybody nah, kind of know everything you know i tell um, you this man me and my brother used to make our own fucking magazines with cheat codes in them nigga comics. you there's a hot shot comics nigga we used to we used to draw our shit out I comics. i'm, I'm telling cool. you man like yeah. that that shit was crazy so when people say they nerds like i really gotta test your resolve like what are you really doing and y'all laugh at that <laughs> you know I mean? bro we we made 15 page magazines by hand with computer paper with pencils and colored pencils okay drew that right. shit out by hand. Now, and, and we used to put though. it together with with, with yarn we used to stitch that shit together with yarn, and we—I I still got the episodes in here right now. I still got all of them. Shit, okay, crazy. Hold up. But I—I <laughs> I just thought about this. What about like the new nerds? Somebody who just saw every single Marvel movie and Avengers movie from when they first started doing it till now. Ain't they kind of a nerd too? I mean, yeah, you know, they're they're mm -hmm. organically interested <laughs> in it. That, that's different not, though. Yeah, that's, that's, that's different. You learning. That's, different. that's like that's like us as kids when we we first watched Dragon Ball Z or you first watched Inuyasha. You know, you were learning, you're experiencing it. Like it, it's different then because you're not really you're not really going around talking about it because you're still trying to figure out like man, like what is this? Like why is this so different? Like you know, you're still trying to learn the concepts of it. Like you know, right, niggas right. now it's like. Niggas go see Affinity Wars and you think you know everything. Niggas would be like, oh no, <laughs> Thanos did this and da 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 da. And I'm like, nigga, that never happened. Like the other yeah. day, I told Corey, somebody put on Facebook, like, oh, uh, Black Panther can't be Luke Cage though. Nigga, what? Nigga, yeah, huh? Like, what? what? You, you know how many times Luke Cage and fought Black Panther and got the paws? That nigga got drugs. <laughs> 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 Let them know, though, but they don't read the fight. they don't read the comic like, book. They don't bro, read that Black shit. Black Panther almost an Omega level mutant, nigga. Like, what are you talking about? Like, so here's my issue. Like, here's here's where that comes mutant? in. So yeah, I watched the movies front to back, but are you willing to dig deeper? Right. This is the issue. You get people who watched all the Marvel movies, and then when it comes to connecting the dots, they open up Wikipedia and they read. Now, you might think that that's harmless, but what it is is Wikipedia is, is, is created by one person monitoring that page, and they might have only chose one storyline. We all know that there's multiple writers and multiple this, so yep. I know who yep. I'm talking to by, well, in this writing, when so-and-so wrote, wrote it, this happened, but I know when so-and-so wrote it, that happened. Okay, we can talk. We can talk comics and, and, and nerdism because you actually like know your stuff a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you actually know what's going on. Yeah. You, you're actually talking deeper concepts than just surface level shit. Um, the surface level stuff is where it gets dangerous. Yes, movies to me are surface level. Um, those are recreation of those. Like if somebody watched a live action, like the Death Note movie that came out that everybody said was whack. <laughs> if a nigga watched Death Note and then told you he was in the anime, you would look at him like, no, no, not really. Like, I get it. You probably would be into anime if you enjoyed that, but that's not that's not true anime. Right. Right. That movie was buns, bro. 
Yeah. Man, I heard that Why shit. Why they do my anime like that, man? It's messed up. Yeah. That shit was a number one uh, a McDonald's cheeseburger that was left out for 24 hours. That shit was bad. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. The way you did, you threw that together, X. I liked it. That shit, that shit was bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yo, you wildin'. You wildin', He wildin'. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think that new, new age nerdism has changed just like anything else, just like new age hip hop, just like anything. It's, it's, it's changing and we're adjusting uh, accordingly. But we still have to remember uh, what real nerdism is. And I respect the real nerds that are out there now still doing their exactly. thing. Exactly. So. Yo, it's cool to be smart now. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's cool to be smart now. Do you really you realize that? Like girls, like oh, like you smart as shit. I like that. Before it was like, how many packs are you pushing? Right. Like, nah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. He said, stay dumb, nigga. (laughs) We was just talking about that last episode. Hiding how smart that you were. You also had to hide how nerdy you were. You had, yeah, exactly. Now women are surprised. Cooler. I would. I could say you could win now, though. Being smart, you can win now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, it's definitely. It's 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 cooler. It's more. It's, I see a lot of dumb me. niggas still winning, it's, man. It's, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it's 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 also too probably uh you know the type of chicks too, bro. Like you know, I mean, it's a lot of smart chicks now. Cause you remember before back in the day, a lot of chicks were the same way. They didn't want to be seen as the nerdy chick. You know what I mean? Like everything, you know, everybody just like being smart now. Yeah, they realize that it's not bad to be smart. Like, when does it become, oh, you nigga, you corny, you like science, nigga? This nigga about to go to the moon and make some money. Like, what the yeah. fuck is you talking about? Yeah. We got to get your lifted. fucking head right. Yeah. <laughs> Boys be super dope. Like, man, nigga about to go make the next, you know, IT, you know, giant company in Silicon Valley. Like, that's dope. Like, mm-hmm. nigga, that ain't no everyday thing. <laughs> no, nah, it ain't. Respect the hustle, nah. man. You got to yeah. respect the hustle. Nigga, we used to get like niggas used to say so much shit to us skateboarding. Like I'm talking about riding a piece of wood with four wheels. Niggas be like, oh y'all niggas corny white boys and corny. Like nigga, come on, man. Yeah, you For don't real? Have to do your voice like that when you said it. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's how them niggas was doing it. Nutty that they would do that like that, like, bro. You didn't have to <laughs> make was. your voice up like that. They, they was. Although I never skateboarded, I tried that shit. Failed nah, one time. Man. I was like, not for me. This nigga Corey. This nigga Corey was nice at it. This nigga Corey. This nigga was ollieing five decks and shit, going down rails. We was at skate parks every other week. Like nigga, we was really doing it. Yeah, yeah. I was really pretty doing nice. that shit. Adult, bro. Yeah. But we got made fun of, man. And then in the same breath that someone would make fun of you, they would be like, man, let me see that real quick. And right. Try to right. bust out a kickflip real quick and actually like doing it and, and laughing and having fun. It's crazy. Ass. <laughs> Look at this. Crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's white yeah, boy. I got a question, what? though, bro. <laughs> Do you think they were probably making fun of you? Because, I mean, you are, like, 6'2", like, 250. You was on a skateboard. I mean, niggas were probably like, this nigga about to bust his shit. Well, you know what I mean? At, like, the, at the time, I was about, I was about, I was well under 200 pounds. So, it, I was a skinny dude back in the day. Um, so, that's where my right, kind of beef right, comes I in. It wasn't it. making fun of me because I was, you know. A certain size. Nigga that was I on a basketball team. 
No, I'm just thinking because Corey's a big dude. I'm like, bro, I'm thinking, my like, this nigga been this big his whole life. Like, no homo. Like, you know, like, my nigga's a, he's a big dude. Like, uh -huh. he, like, like, he played D, you know, line in the NFL. Like, <laughs> dude, bro. like, you ain't no little nigga. So, I'm just trying to think. Like, if I seen that, I'm like, this nigga's not about to get on his skateboard. Like, right. Nah. <laughs> right. The crazy, the crazy thing is, quick story about this nigga. This nigga got off the bus on an away game and I was skating at the school and I tossed him my board and that nigga did some trick and the coach was like, are you serious? You could do that? You remember that shit with yeah. Coach Thompson? Yeah. He's like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, yes, that nigga skateboards, nigga. Yeah, no idea. I was eating it up for real yeah. quick. And he just he like, said, Corey, he's like, Chad, let me see that real quick. You got that shit, clack, 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 clack. That nigga was like, whoa. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Yeah, man. I always feel like you had to be dope to skateboard, though, bro. Like I could never. Yeah, oh yeah. You I had to be dope. Me. So that, that's that's that makes you even. Damn, I hate to say it, it makes this nigga even doper. I mean, you big nigga, tall nigga, dope with the skateboard. <laughs> but yeah. I was uh, a corny dude, though. I didn't get chicks. Motherfuckers didn't care. This is the drug I, dealing era, bro. At our like, school, yeah, that was right. At our school, era, like we, man. yeah, like we would, we wouldn't, we wouldn't the niggas like, at all. And we went to an all like white school. Like girls just wouldn't date us because they yeah, moms like, they, they wouldn't. They was not with it, dude. <laughs> not with it. <laughs> Black like, girls thought we was corny because we was skateboarding and watching anime and shit. And then white girls wouldn't fuck with us because their parents told them not to. It was just like you had zero options. So it was it was it was good but bad. Uh, but th oh, that's man. the thing about being a nerd too in the in black culture, especially niggas was trying to get you the fuck out of here in the early two thousands. And now no, we everybody walking around lying. screaming Wakanda forever. It kind of makes me angry because we were screaming yeah. Wakanda forever and niggas was laughing, open mouth laughing at us and shit. Okay. Oh, black niggas like come on. <laughs> Yeah, come on, nah. I remember when I that, that nigga like I remember when I started my dreadlocks. You talk about innovative shit like that. People just be dogging. I started my dreadlocks. Nigga was I could see niggas molars. Ah, <laughs> ah, ah, that shit whack. Now everybody has them. Everybody. Everyone, everybody has dreads now. Every single one Wayne, of them. Wayne, bro. That's because of Wayne, bro. That's why everybody wanted. Oh like my Wayne. god, dude. That's whack. That's whack. And you know how when you it first start up dreadlocks, they look terrible. Cause they like stuck to yeah. the side of your head. That's actually like a style now. Like Dave East is rocking those right now. Like that weird yeah. looking like little like uh, what freeform. they call it? yeah like freeform dress. Like yeah, they fucking big ass naps. That's what that. <laughs> that's how you start them though. Like that's how you get your shit started. Like you can separate them afterwards, but like they're like you going overboard, man. That nigga, we can buy That should just look nasty though. Like I ain't want to touch it. Right. <laughs> oh my God. Shit crazy. <laughs> dusted that one, man. Yeah, we that's a dusted topic right there. That's dust. No offense. Like we said, if y'all want to organically become nerds and learn different parts of the culture for sure, you know, we all for it. But when you, you know, kind of try to come in our neighborhood and gentrifier, you know, put Whole Foods and shit where they don't belong, like we ain't with that. Like we getting y'all niggas out of here like quick. <laughs> I don't know, man. A lot of black people fuck with the Whole Foods. You'd be surprised. 
I like how food. Man, bro, why, you bro? My, why you messing up my joke, bro? <laughs> 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 then he said, you said, man, you gonna kill it, man. Come on. <laughs> Diego Garcia, kill that nigga joke. Kill it, kill it. Kill that nigga joke. <laughs> uh, before we start next topic, you guys want to take a brief intermission. Um, we can do a little B-roll. Um, we got to fight this boss. That's why I'm about to say that, because I ain't about to be yeah, saying shit sure. here in two seconds. So let's fight this boss. Um, <coughs> use the restroom, re-up on drinks, take a drag okay. or a pull it at, ooh, we a wop, we skeet <laughs> And then we can get back to it. But yeah, we got some dope topics, man. Um, this first topic I want to get into with you. Uh, I'm going to get my Xavier on. Well, this first topic is... Is uh, being man, a roast nerd. You when he the first topic is what are y'all favorite black sitcoms growing up and why? <laughs> <laughs> Let me do Yo, it. You're going to flame your ass up. Is being a nerd the new cliche hipster thing? Um, of course, speaking to your personal experiences and growing up and whatnot. Um, so like, cause he how you hit you with the, so like, and he give you the example. So, you know, think of the eighties, you know, the eighties had some good ass shows, you know, they had Sanford and son, you know, they had good times, you know, some of the more clean type of stuff. And then, you know, the nineties, you know, nineties had them hitters, you know, like Martin, Jamie Foxx show. So like in your life, have you found that, you know, being a nerd when you was growing up, was a bad thing versus like now or anything like that. So I'm going to go ahead and kick it to Daryl first. We all kind of related to him, you know, one way or another growing up. So just want to hear, you know, some of y'all favorites. You know, y'all can just give me two. And I'm going to kick it off with Daryl. What are some of your favorite black sitcoms, man? You like how I did that? <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty uncanny i could tell that's your best friend in the world man <laughs> that was pretty uncanny um but yeah uh to be honest with you man i think it's uh i i like it and don't all at the same time um with what's going on with this whole you know yeah everybody being a nerd is like a this it's, it's cool now all of a sudden and like it's funny that he's he's he stated that way as like being a nerd the new hipster thing because if being a nerd is the hipster thing then we are the hipsters of nerds because we were nerds before being nerds was cool you know what i'm saying right like, right it's just, this is just who i am it's who i always have been you know and i'm not gonna be that guy who's gonna be crying out you know they're just appropriating my nerd culture nah man to me i think I honestly think that um, when it comes to subcultures, I think nerdism is probably one of the most accepting. We accept anybody from anywhere who looks like anything. You know what I mean? You could be purple. And if you into, let's say, you could be purple, like purple skinned. And if you say are you into video games, we'll play with you. You know what I'm saying? Right. If, if, if you were into like, you know, Marvel, or whatever x will nerd out with you you know what i mean like it's it's just it is what it is we don't care where you're from or what you look like i think that's uh rare in in a subculture in my opinion um 
But that being said, uh, growing up as a nerd, man, it was it was rough, man, especially since the fact that I grew up in a place where um, I want to say I grew up in one of the uh, <laughs> ground zeros for the anti-intellectual movement. Like Ooh. it was it was like being stupid was was the status quo. Being stupid was cool. You know what I mean? That sounds wack. If you, it was, man. It was. If you was a ignorant, illiterate motherfucker, you was you was getting booty. Um, niggas was respecting you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like I believe it was seventh grade. I legit got flamed. I got flamed because I was reading a book. Can you believe that? What? What book were you reading? I got, uh. Seventh grade, seventh grade. I was reading um, A Thousand Orcs, which is a book by Ari Salvatore. It's about a dude, not a dude, it's about a dark elf murdering a thousand orcs. It's pretty dark for a 13-year-old to be reading, but that's when I first started getting into, like, um, uh, D&D and uh, um, just Tolkien stuff, like Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Um, and I was like fascinated with it because I just saw the first Lord of the Rings. I'm like, well, I don't know what this is, but I need more of it in my life. So I started just, you know, delving into it and reading more about it. But yeah, I got flamed. And it wasn't the wasn't the content that I was reading. It was a fact that, you know, why everybody else was um, I think it was a. I think it was a free period we had. Everyone else was like, you know, trying to go play basketball or do this, that, and the third. I just want to be left alone. I was just chilling in a corner reading a book, not bothering nobody. Yeah, yeah. Hey, this nigga over here reading? No, oh, man, look, look at this nerdy ass motherfucker, man. And then they would associate my, and then it was crazy, is like where I was from too. They would associate, they would bring race into it. Like it was weird. Like they they oh, said, I was trying that. to be like a white boy because I wanted to read a book. I hate that. Reading is not Bro. for white people. You're just ignorant. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking properly is not for white people. You are just using ebonics. Like, know the mm-hmm. difference, man. That's correct. That always used to bug me, man. You white because you reading. That's why people say saying you white because you you uh you smart. And it's like, nah, not really. I'm just trying to you further myself in smart. life. Yeah. I think it infuriates me because like, so what you're saying is black people are stupid. That's what you're telling me. Yes. Without them even like, knowing you know, uh, that they're doing it. Mm-hmm. They're sad. preconditioned to believe that people of color are dumb. That's fucking sad. Man. Which is crazy. Oh. Uh, you know, it's funny, like, and it's just weird how that happens, especially like, in, in nerd culture, uh, any culture, actually. Uh, one of my favorite uh, rappers, who is Childish Gambino, who is a firm believer in black nerdism, you know, he's, he's been dealing with it his whole life. And one of his tracks on his first his debut album called Camp, he said, this kid said something that was really bad. He said, I wasn't really black because I had a dad. I think that's kind of sad. Mostly because a lot, a lot of black kids, that they should believe in that. I'm like, man, come on, man. Like, that is so true. Like, <laughs> I can legitimately hear that. Like, in my high school, like, or my middle school, I could legitimately hear that at being a piece of conversation between two people. That's crazy. That is crazy. So, by the way, I can't jump yeah. in, your, in your in your expedition. So go ahead and fight that dude by yourself. But I want to continue this conversation. Um, Absolutely. That's, that's that's crazy to me that 
the the concept is of of what black is is now being defined by negative things and i think we're getting away from it now but growing up that's how it was just like everything that was was black considered like us what we have was like negative like you know how black mm-hmm. people is and you know kind of like kind of thing but it was always bad stuff it wasn't like good things um and that always right. bothered me a lot i hated it right um because black people can do a lot more than just negative things uh, At the end of the day, we just people. We're just as diverse as any other group of people. Are we predisposed to being a certain way based on our environment? Sure. But at the end of the day, we are just a collective of people. Right. And connecting this back to the topic, basically what's being said here, if if you're not picking up on it, is that being a nerd in the late 90s, early 2000s meant meant ridicule in the black community. And mm-hmm. uh, now that is that has changed a lot. And uh, we are way more accepting of certain things. And actually, we've taken nerdiness to a cool factor. Like, you get, just like cats would talk about basketball while we hanging out and be like, oh, nigga, you don't know, you know, this, that, and the third, and this will happen. This person got these stats. Just how that's a cool thing. People now debate how Black Panther and Captain America you know, the outcomes of these battles and water that way and have facts to back it up and theories and stuff. And it's almost like through nerdism, we've become more intelligent as a people. And I love it. You know what I mean? Cause, mm-hmm. cause, cause comic books really make you dive deep into theories and, and, and you're doing things that you would normally do on an academic level, but you're doing it in, in a fantasy realm and people take it so serious. I love seeing it. It's like, it's okay mm-hmm. to be a nerd and, the one thing that I'm hoping will happen, I don't know if you have an opinion on this, but I'm hoping that the nerd movement moves towards black women more as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've seen a little bit of it. Um, especially with like being a part of the urban otaku group for Cleveland, Ohio. Um, there's quite a few women in there. Um, and black women, women of color, which is, which is great. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad that they, you know, decided to, Stick that stick and be seen, I should say, which is cool, which is really cool. I like that a lot mm-hmm. that they do that. But yeah, I would I would like for it to move and keep continue to go that way because once you when you boil it down, you know, and breaking down the brass tacks, like everyone is nerdy about something. It's like dudes who's into sports. Like for example, I love using this metaphor. I'm like, you're into sports. If I name five, your five, your top five favorite basketball players, you could probably rattle off the the stats that all of them had in, the, in their last five games. Right. That's not nerdy. That's nerdy as shit. That's yeah. remembering a lot of data. <laughs> really is. It just so happens it's something you care about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. You know, and then and then like you get these guys that that like not only just basketball, but then you go football, and you got these guys that are memorizing. You know team's depth charts from two, three seasons back and comparing them to what they have now and why they should be doing better or worse based on that. I'm like that is you're going into theory. You're going into all kinds of stuff that's just as nerdy as hell. Like, you just don't realize it. If you apply that to anything else, you would right. sound like a complete dweeb, as you would say. <laughs> <laughs> it just so happens it's about dribbling a ball. 
Exactly. Exactly. It's um it's crazy to see the unnoticed parallels that we 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 have in society with like what's considered to be cool culture culture and nerd culture. Really it's all the same thing. Um mentally we are just conditioned to think that certain some things are cool and some things are not. Um which is corny to me because everything can be made cool. Um Dungeons and Dragons can be made just as cool as fantasy football. Um, it's the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, yeah. Same, same exact, exact thing. thing. <laughs> uh, one just is connected to what we consider to be a cool thing. Sports, macho, ah. And the other mm-hmm. is fantasy. But in reality, mm-hmm. they're both fantasy. None of it is real. One is just using real people as a basis. So I think we find that to be more acceptable because it's about real people. But that don't make it more acceptable. Um, it's easily it's more easily digested i would say like people can digest the fact that we like you're comparing stats between two people that really quote unquote exist like but you're putting them my thing is like bargaining like, but you're putting them you're putting them in a fictional situation that's all you're doing in in, in D D, honestly right and it's funny because all of us now recently i've been reading studies and stuff um like these newer companies like these younger these younger tech companies they are using D&D as a uh, team building exercise. Like, you know how you do all the people go on those company retreats and they do all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're making their employees play D&D with each other. Word. As a team building exercise. That's pretty dope. It's actually really dope, yeah, man. I think that is pretty dope. Like, because I'm, I'm telling you what, man, like, if that don't help with your team building, man, nothing will. I'll let you know that right now. <laughs> <laughs> real work together I, I thought of that gotta work together y'all man. gotta work together or y'all won't survive like honestly you're gonna, you're gonna be total party wipe which at that point even still if that happens it's something we're talking about where do we go wrong you know like even if that happens you can go you know where, where do we go wrong okay who what could you have done better what could i have done better what could you have done better that kind of thing and that, that dialogue that opens up for dialogue on showing people's weaknesses as a team you know, mm-hmm. as opposed to just saying, okay, yeah, you were supposed to do X, Y, Z on this project in real life, you know, and it's like, it makes people feel more combative, I guess. Yeah, that's a good um, way to, to look at it. Very combative, it take, for sure. It, it takes that away and puts it in a fantasy setting so that no one, where the heck is this thing? I can't find a pookie pookie. Uh, it is in the west, like the northwest. So I think it's like 11 or 10. <laughs> My man struggling like a mug. <laughs> Why am I always having the motivational speak to niggas around me? They, they see, they, they seek strength within you, Corey. Is that what it and is? You got it. That's what it is, man. <laughs> my, dude, my dude had a crazy conversation with me. This dude uh, that I recorded with is also an engineer. Um, and we've he's got a beat with me, and I've 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 done some contracts with him. And he said, he's like, in your contract. He starts listing out the stuff, uh, you know, the royalty percentages and stuff like that. He says, so so the the manual will be 20 percent. Um, he meant to say mechanical. Mechanical will be 20 percent and the publishing and handling will, uh, will be handled by um, BMI will be the 25 percent. Correct. Now, I know y'all don't know what this means, but this nigga went to school for this shit. And I already explained this to him. So I'm like, nigga, how we already done signed the contract and you just now asking these questions? You should know this. 
And he's just like, man, he was like, I'm refreshing my memory, bro. He said, it's been a minute. I said, <laughs> I said, you take a minute and they take a million. So stay on your goddamn toes. And this nigga was, damn, you right. <laughs> damn, I ain't got nothing to say to that, dog. Uh, sometimes you just you ever just say the, the 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 perfect thing at the exact perfect time and even you don't even know how you said it like <laughs> yep. yep yeah mm-hmm. i do that <laughs> my all-time famous line in college one of my good friends mm-hmm. i always used to get drunk and pretend hit on her i'm like no kara was good though she used to wear this crown and the chat was there for that. She always wear this crown around her neck. <laughs> this little, uh, like, why you got that crown around your neck, girl? She's like, it's like, because I'm a queen. That's why. I was like, well, shit, then let me make your kingdom come, girl. I'm loving it. Nigga, I was like, nigga, I've never said no shit like that in my That's when I knew I had to stop drinking. Right there, like I don't really drink gin no more you for that got reason. The juice. <laughs> can't do it, man. I can't. I can't drink gin. Like if I'm ready to turn up and say some slick shit, I'll drink some gin. I just drink whiskey. That's now. a pickup line right there. That mm-hmm. was off the pill, off the top. That's X. Is that your dog? Who is that? <laughs> the tag team champion. Is that a word? I can't wait. The road dog Jesse James. <laughs> <laughs> That nigga, if you're not down for that, we got two words for you. Degeneration X proudly brings to you its five time WWE Tag Team Champions of the World, the Road Dog Jesse James, the Badass Billy Gunn, the New Age Outlaws. And of course, if you're not down with that, we got two words for you! <laughs> I know we're That's sexy. Is. I know I the know ladies it. love you. <laughs> Val Venus! Make them go crazy. <laughs> That's that Shawn Michaels. Oh, no, no. I, thought, I, I know I'm bad. cute. Yeah. I know I'm sexy. The ladies love me. <laughs> love me. They go crazy. Easy. <laughs> Start off the next topic, please. Yeah, we, have to, we have to go in on the on the music. Don't let us forget. Somebody bring it up. We gotta talk about the music. Who had the best music? Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about ladies. And yeah, we'll talk about everything we talk about in the screen room X, technical versus entertainers, all of that stuff. So make sure you bring all of that shit up, Xavier. Now that it's the time to do it, shit. Right. Um, what was you talking about? The screen room. You got that's the that's the that's the room you be dogging each other before you go live. Yeah, that's it. Is that what is that what that room? Is? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Got yeah. You. Shout out to Chosen Man. He used to dog people right before the countdown, <laughs> so you couldn't say shit. And as I was saying before, <laughs> go Cowboys in three, two. <laughs> so you can't even rebuttal. Niggas, come on, hot man. We back with man. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, man, let's get into this next oh, topic. Fuck. Let's get it, bro. Let's get it. <laughs> God, I know I'm it. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it now. <laughs> I think I'm cute. I know I'm 
There is nothing like the Attitude Era, man. Like, nothing. nothing well, let's like get into it. it, man. Let's get into it. Next topic. Nothing Xavier, like introduce this next topic, please. It's a lot to it. So prepare for this episode to be three hours. And run it. We ain't going to have three hours, so we'll just make all of our nah, points, nah. you know, concise, quick. Uh, this, this is a good topic, though. This is fun. This is our childhood. Uh, most importantly, um, it's just something I, you know, kind of forgot and, you know, I had to realize again just, like, how much I actually loved this era. Like, I loved wrestling as a kid. So, you know, the topic is, you know, what's the best era of wrestling, which we all going to say the Attitude Era, so we ain't even really got to go <coughs> deep into yeah. that. Yeah. Um, but most importantly, like, who was your favorite wrestler growing up? You know, were you more of a WCW fan or a WC, um, WCW fan or WWF fan, my bad, or even ECW? I know that was a little bit of a smaller one. Um, but they all were actually different. A lot of people don't know that, but they all were actually different. So Absolutely. Um, I'm going to kick it over to you, Chad. You know, who was your favorite wrestler growing up and mm, which company I did mean, you like more? Um, Can we include ECW? Are we doing that? Yeah, I mean, you can pick whoever. Okay, no, uh, all right. No, I was I was just trying to make sure because I'm going to go through all three of them. But, can I just um, ask real quick? Why the fuck was it so hard to watch ECW? I remember it wasn't like... Yeah. On no conventional shit. It, it was raw. It, yeah, it was like it was like hard wire blood. It was it was yeah. it wasn't it wasn't I feel like going I had to on do some shit to my TV to watch that. Like I don't <laughs> <laughs> it was cactus jack, nigga. Like it was one of them no, I'm just, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But um I gotta I gotta say uh my is is my favorite entertainer and I've I've watched him evolve is for WWF slash WWE has to be The Rock. That's my guy. So when he was with the Nation of Domination with Farouk and D'Lo Brown bobbling his head down to the ring and shit like that, like, you, you know what I'm nigga, saying? You Going think from, that nigga neck suffered later on in life? Because yeah, all it that probably bobbling? did. I know that nigga got stressed yeah. vertebrae from that because he was D'Lo Brown, frog yeah. splashing niggas. It was crazy. It was out, it's out of control. Up. Go ahead. So the most electrifying man in all of entertainment at this point, but it was sports entertainment. So um, I got to go that for <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> WWF slash WWE, that is, that's sealed up. For WCW, it was my guy, Ray Mysterio. Um, he, I think he, he transferred over. He was one of the people that transferred over, but with his earlier days, that motherfucker man was flipping, doing all types of acrobatics that you didn't see. He was luchador. <laughs> he was luchador. So that he was he was doing all kind of shit, man. Um, and I'm I'm thinking for ECW is Rob Van Dam. That was my guy, man. Ooh, Rob okay. Van Dam. He came from ECW. So well, Rob those Van are, Dam just look like a normal ass dude, though. He is, because it's Rob. He pointed at himself. That's how you know it's important, because it's Rob Van Dam. <laughs> 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 
Robin you saw me like, pointing at myself and you didn't even see me. Rob <laughs> Van Dam. <laughs> like, like, nigga, what? You just a normal nigga with a ponytail. How you do this? <laughs> Karate kicking right. niggas. Right, it's some dude with a ponytail. Yeah, right. yeah. No so gimmicks. Those, Real name, those. no gimmicks. So, uh, unfortunately, we had a little bit of an issue right there. Recording stopped. Um, but we're going to pick it back up. Um, Chad, you left off mentioning Rob Van Dam um, being being the most OG of all time for pointing at his goddamn self and shouting himself out. Real name. <laughs> right. No gimmicks. With karate kicks. With nigga. karate kicks. Nigga, he's a karate kick with hot, hot knee socks on. Nigga. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> My man was just a normal dude. He yeah, looked like a, a dude normal just nigga. down the street. Right. Like, <laughs> yo, you hey, you going to Rob Van Dam house after this? Yeah. yeah. Are you yeah. going to Rob Van Dam house? He just said. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. No, uh, I was going to say he looked like a 70s porn star director a little bit with the with the ponytail. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was a mm-hmm. thing back then. But, um, um, we we were uh, transitioning into um, I'll, I'll repeat my segment, um, and, g- and give my tops real quick. Um, my all time all time all time fave was uh mankind. Um, mankind was 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 nuts, man. This dude would take that sock out of his goddamn drawers and put it in people's mouth, man. <laughs> There's nothing nothing really left to be said. <laughs> we know homie was crazy. Uh, super neck. Hey. <laughs> I like that. Yo, let me, <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me talk to Coco real quick. Put Coco on the mic. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so um, Mankind was my favorite, and I got much respect for I actually bought his book as a kid um, oh, yeah, I because I was really interested in his story, um, not only fighting in America, but fighting overseas. And all the different leagues that he fought in. This dude just really liked liked being an entertainer, and it was really dope to to hear about his story and what he uh, what he went through, what kind of troubles and things he went through, and kind of how his past was was um, pretty much perfect for a wrestler, if that makes sense. If you never like looked into his his past, he was he was he was meant to be an entertainer or a wrestler. So it's really cool. Um, honorable okay. mention for me would have to be uh, Kane. Kane was uh, partnered with Undertaker a lot of the time, and I think he actually started off as like more like a sidekick role. I think. Um, correct me if it I'm wrong. Like it, I think so too. Yeah, because yeah, like he, he didn't was, he was say side, much. Enemy Kane, man. Yeah, he didn't say much. Like he just kind of just was there, like a bodyguard or some shit. And then I think it was Luigi, man. Yeah, that's that's what I'm looking for, <laughs> Luigi. He was the Luigi to Undertaker's Mario. So. That was one of my <laughs> my, my my honorable mentions. Um, as we mentioned know, in the recording that unfortunately like got cut off, uh, watching these dudes get their ass beat and then popping up like they came back from the dead in the middle of the ring was the most gist of shit of all time. I used to love that shit, announcer hollering and shit, that the the lookout behind you and shit. That shit was so dope. So uh, I got mankind and Kane um, Garcia. Who you got? All right. Um, yeah, my, one of my favorite was, and I gotta say, you know, God bless his soul, my boy Eddie Guerrero. 
Ah, uh, Latino Heat. Yeah, Latino Heat. <laughs> Hell yeah. My boy used to bring it, man. It was uh, it was man. cool because he was like he was like an anti-hero. He used to, you know, ride the line. He used to do good shit, but every now and then get his hands dirty, you know. Like I respected the hustle, man. It was all good. <laughs> um yeah, and he was Mexican. You know, I'm Mexican too. For people who don't know, you know, um, so you know, he's putting it down. I, I appreciate that. He had the he had the heat, man. It's it's such a shame he died at like his prime when he was like still up. And you know, we ain't see a lot more out of him. But oh, that's like, right, he died. He was really good. Oh, yeah, he did. Shit. Yeah, he did. He died uh, right before Chris Benoit. Yeah, Chris Benoit was dope too, man. Even. <laughs> Oh, even though his story got dark, but shout out to Chris crazy. Benoit breaking necks in and out the ring. So that nigga was <laughs> fucking crazy. Yeah, he went too went, far. That nigga went way too far. My bad. <laughs> Continue. That, that crossface <laughs> wasn't no joke no. though, man. Ooh. That crossface was crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, yo, if you did that in real life, bro, you would break a man's face, like for real. Like you really get your face broke. Like that move, <laughs> that move is crazy. Like uh, man, Benoit, Speaking man. of moves, I had Corey. I had Corey laughing earlier. I was telling them that when I was like seven years old, right? Uh, yeah. Like. Uh, I used to wrestle with my dad. Like, we was playing around. And I put that nigga in a sharpshooter for real. And I told Corey, that nigga need, like, pop. It was like, oh. that nigga, like, <laughs> like, he was hurt for real. But we was, like, playing. Like, I didn't mean to do that shit. But, yeah, I put that nigga in a sharpshooter. Like, the moves was the real deal, man. He said, clack. <laughs> you should have tapped. You should have tapped. Dad? Dad? Yeah. Yeah. We black. That nigga was like, fuck, nigga. Like, you know. My other dude, though, was from WCW. My dude, Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, good choice. He he was funny. His fucking diamond cutter was ill, too. What? I forgot about him. He said D. D P nigga. Yeah, that nigga bang. Yo, that nigga always looked old though. I never understood that. He always nah, looked that nigga, old. That nigga was old for 50 years, nigga. That nigga was 20 and look old. He said, it's D D P. What was uh, go, nigga. what was the dude who was spearing people when when they did the crossover WWF WCW Rhino. Rhino Rhino was a beast. I used to like yeah. Rhino. Yeah. The, the gore, that's who they call it. A lot of aerial moves. He had a lot of aerial moves. Yeah. But no, are you talking about Goldberg? No, Gore. Yeah. The Goldberg, with the, with, and then oh, Goldberg, that was WCW. Yeah. Gore, like the gore was Rhino shit. That right. was ECW. It was the spear, and yeah. then it was the gore. So it was which, gore. I mean, it was the same goddamn move. They just when when the person got hit, they had to do it a little different. When people got gored, they used to uh, they used to jump, jump their feet up. So that shit used yeah. to look wild. That <laughs> <laughs> shit was so tight. Uh, I, I used it. to like when Stone Cold used to hit him with the stunner. And then niggas mm. used to bounce on their head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
in a, like a, in an unnatural way. Like, come on, said, man. Yeah. <laughs> niggas be <laughs> girls, women, ain't man. Who he stunner? Niggas was like, <laughs> niggas be in the air. Like, <laughs> I yo the rock yo the the rock used to sell it. Like yes. all the way, like he used yes. to like go up on his hands and fall up against the ropes. I said, "Come on, balancing man. on his nose." <laughs> 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 I've never seen it. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man! Oh, oh my lord! That nigga was on some other shit. Uh, that nigga used to stun his nigga boots me up in the air, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, and then Jr. in the back, Stone Cold, Stone Cold, <laughs> Stone Cold, Stone Cold, Stone Cold. Randy Orton coming slithering in. RKO! RKO! I think we do it the most, man. (laughs) But moving on, I want to get into the second topic. Let me drop a marker here. Um, Moving on to the second topic, man. I'm curious. I'm curious about, bro. I'm curious, man. Who, 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 and let me, let me word it how Xavier has it. What's the best era of wrestling? Who was your favorite and who was your favorite wrestler growing up? And also WWF versus WCW. So let's start with the first half of that. What's the best era of wrestling? You can give me like years or people. Best era of wrestling was between the years, in my opinion, between the years of, I would say, man, it's a big era. So it was like, for me, it's like 93 to 2000, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of personalities in there. A lot of personalities in there. Um, but like, there was a lot, there's a, there's a lot going on. There's, there's changes in, you know, leadership. A lot of people left went like went back and forth between WCW and WWE F. At the time it was F. They don't say that anymore because they got sued or whatever. But let's move on. Uh, they got sued by the World Wildlife Federation. They couldn't. They can't use the name anymore. That's why it's called the WWE now. Ah, uh, that's weird. That's random. But okay, sure. Yep. <laughs> why not? But um. Why not, right? But uh, but yeah, like I like I like that whole era. Um, I used to play all the video games for uh, Sega Genesis. Like my favorite one was Royal Rumble for Sega Genesis, mm-hmm. and that's back when Lex Luger used to go by the, the name the Narcissist. Ah, <laughs> and back Word. when Papa Shango used to wrestle. Remember Papa Shango? I do not. It was weird. Dude it was weird. Hacksaw Jim Duggett. Papa Shango, um, who was uh, 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 Jake the Snake? Actually, no, Jake the Snake was before that, but he was he was on the ass in his career. But um, you had all those guys, 
uh, the Ultimate Warrior, who was just this juiced up, roided mm -hmm. out monster of a man who could pick up a 250 pound man and throw him 10 feet. Like, I thought he had legit super strength growing up, which he did. He was on, he was juiced up, juiced to the gills, man. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior was crazy. Um, but yeah, that's my favorite era. My favorite wrestler from this area is. Um, I thought long and hard about it. I used to not like him only because my mother loved him so much. And it was the best there is, the best there was, and the best that there ever will be. My man, Brett the Hitman Hart. Um, Brett wasn't the biggest dude. He wasn't, like, the biggest and strongest. He wasn't even the quickest dude, but he had so much swag. Mm -hmm. He would come out to the ring with that pink unitard, pink and black unitard on with the leather jacket and those pink-ass shades and would get out there and would break your leg off. Word <laughs> up. The sharpshooter. You know he sounds like I put in the sharpshooter with my older cousins as a kid, man? All the time. This shit is dangerous. This <laughs> shit is dangerous. You know how many times I put Ted in the sharpshooter, B? <laughs> you know how many times you put oh me in the God. sharpshooter? That was that joint. The sharpshooter. Ankles up, step through the leg, figure four around your leg, flip them over, sit down, tap out. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, so that was... That was like that was that was my guy. That was my guy. I have to have an honor, uh, honorable mention. It was the Ultimate Warrior in that time frame. And uh, who else was I fucking with? Super heavy at the time. Uh oh, of course the OG, the Undertaker. You know that that was that's that's an honorable mention for me. It's um, funny because I like used to like Kane. We could have been real good friends, man. See, I loved Kane too, but um, I don't know the Big Red Monster. Yeah, <laughs> the man. Big Red Monster Kane. Oh my God! I, when, whenever they wrestled each other, it was always a spectacle because they would fuck each other up. Like say say what you want about wrestling, but the stuff that the Undertaker and Kane used to do to each other was not nice. No. <laughs> was bad. I think Kane choke slammed. Undertaker threw it through the ring, like he put him, he put him through the ring. I believe Undertaker. I remember that? Remember that shit? And do you remember when? Uh, do you remember when Undertaker tombstone Kane on that pile of dirt? Yeah. Oh man. And he, he threw him. Then he threw him in a coffin and threw, closed the coffin and drugged the coffin off. He drugged the fucking the casket out out of the ring. I was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like. He's hollering, what the fuck? And they, was, people was wilding, man, all over the world. I was nuts. Oh, man. that's That that was the jam right there, man, for sure. Them two. And then the tag team stuff they used to do was just. Whew. When they would team up, there was no stopping them. I don't think they've ever lost a match when they worked together. Nah. I don't man. think they ever did. They're just they're these, these two monstrous, large, like, monsters like for yeah. lack of a better term they were just these monsters man and like what was you gonna do against them nothing nothing really i mean a lot of uh and they always whenever they fought some of the smaller guys because they were so tall it always looked goofy yeah you almost felt bad like even if you were a fan of them you felt bad for whoever had to fight them like man don't do that to him 
Right. It's kind of like like if I saw you out, Corey, and I saw like some little dude talking crap to you, I would like step in like, yeah, I got this, Corey. Go sit down. You don't need to be fighting a nigga this small. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it wouldn't look right. Like you would look like an asshole, even though he the one in the wrong. Yeah, man. Never, never a good look. <laughs> never a good look. But it was, it was cool, man. I I, I liked how uh, the storylines played out. I liked how uh, everything was just in that era was just so prolific. I guess you could say. So I definitely I can agree with that. It was it was just everything was just like you said, like a spectacle. You always in awe. At the at the writing, at the at the cool stuff that people was doing. It was corny nonetheless. It's not like he was getting girls watching wrestling, but it was just real cool to Nah. To if watch. a girl was already in wrestling, she wasn't about to be in the wrestling dog. Yeah, that's true. I never I don't know if I ever met a chick who was like gun ho about wrestling. I can't think of a time when that was a thing. I don't know. But yeah, man. Great picks. Um, and I guess if you had to choose, I think I kind of know where you stand. Was it WWF, WCW? Was you watching that weird-ass Japanese shit? What was you watching mostly? When I was a kid, mostly, I would have to say, man, during that era, which is weird because I loved more wrestlers from WWF, but I loved me some WCW. Do you want to know why? Why's that? I'm curious. They had the luchadors. Mm. Psychosis, Rey Mysterio Jr., Chavo Guerrero Jr., them high-flying Mexican boys was crazy. They used to put yeah. their body on the line to fuck you up. That is, like, <laughs> I'm going to jump off the rafters onto your solar plexus, homie. Like, whoa, I've never liked a nigga, not liked a nigga enough to jump off a building onto him. Like that's drastic. If I, <laughs> it's crazy. crazy. I that and there's another that. character. There's another character who I absolutely adored at the time, and his name was Sting. You remember Sting, the dude with the black trench coat? Yes, Sting was and that. The black was that and white, dude, like for sure. Yeah, I liked Sting at the time, and Sting was uh, right before he retired. He did this weird thing where he took a year where he didn't say in an, a single word. He would be at every. WCW promotion, he'd be at every match. He'd just be up in the rafters watching. And like anytime somebody would cheat, he would jump in the ring and beat them with a baseball bat. Like, so it'd be like guys who would like jump out and jump in, like jump somebody. Sting would like rappel down from the rafters and would start whacking people with a baseball bat. I remember that. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. He didn't he didn't say a single word for a full year. Like I didn't know it was a full year. I thought it was a while he didn't say nothing. But he, his character did not say a word for an entire year. And would just sit up in the rafters and not say shit. Yo, that's dope. And, uh, and then what ended up happening was it got to a point where he uh, was able to challenge, who was it? Hollywood Hogan for the, the title and proceeded to beat Hogan's ass. Because this is when the NWO showed up. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was when the NWO shoot showed up. And uh, they were, like, running. Basically, the bad guys were running the show. And he didn't like that shit. So he became, like, this weird, silent Batman-like superhero of wrestling. Which I thought was so tight. No pun intended. (laughs) Different kind of Batman. No pun intended. But, yeah, yeah. I remember that. That shit was dope. Sting, man. Woo! So, yeah. That was my pick. So, yeah. 
I'm really even on the two, but like I, w- I found myself like to be, if I'm gonna be honest, I watched more WCW than I did WWF as a kid. Man, I might have been split down the middle, um, until they started doing the what was it like? Started doing more crossover stuff, and then they had the yeah Monday Night Raw, Thursday Night SmackDown because people just couldn't get enough wrestling in. And, and then they had was it Wednesday night Nitro Wednesday Nitro and uh, that was WCW. Mm-hmm. Can watch wrestling crazy. all week, bro. Till you threw up. I I I watch it so much wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Who we got left? Xavier, you still got to mention yours. Yeah. So who you got, man? Uh, my guy is uh of course none other than the hbk the heart the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels, oh. like i said uh, i was a huge d generation x fan so by default you know I, that nigga was dope bro he was you know arguably probably like one of the best like all-around wrestlers you know like that dude could do everything he was entertainer like he was a good technical uh wrestler you know he was charismatic like that nigga was dope and then sweet chin music was just nasty like that nigga used to give you like a jet league kick to the dome like <laughs> well, that shit was so dope, but that that's my guy. Um, and then my honorable mention, I would probably say be Stone Cold. Um, mm. You know, he wasn't mm. really mm. like a super technical re- uh, wrestler, you know, due to like some injuries he had. I think he hurt his neck. I think he hurt his knee too. So that's why he used to do all that crazy promo. Because if you remember, Stone Cold really like most of his fights were all brawls. You remember, like, they would always be really bloody, or he'd be using trash cans, or slut. Remember, the sledgehammer was, like, his favorite weapon. Remember, he always bring out the sledgehammer when he had to fight against Kane and Undertaker. Remember, he had to fight both of them in, like, uh, what was them uh, fights called? Uh, the one where you had to put them in a casket. What was those? What were those called? I think just straight up <laughs> casket match, I thought, but. I, I do that. Yeah, maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's oh, what it no, is. But you remember in them casket matches? the hell or something. Nah, it was yeah. the name for it for sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that was probably like the pay per view. But but you know, like you remember those fights? Like it was like anything goes. Like remember, them things used to run over each other or cars. Like them might them used to be brawls. Like I feel like all Stone Cold stuff was brawls. Like it wasn't really like him having to wrestle somebody. But uh, that'd be my honorable mention. And then two. Um, also wanted to name a um a woman, uh Trish Status. I remember Trish Status like she was dope oh, as hell too. Man, yeah, I, Trish. I thought Trish we were saving dope. that for another category. Like, could we do we do women? Yeah, we wanted to do women. I, I just yeah. I, that was just my woman person. I was going to just say Trish Status. Right. I mean, she had like I think she held the she had the belt like eight times. Like Trish Status was dope as hell. Uh, yeah, yeah. She she was she was pretty dope. She ran in two thousands like right after China. She she came along. China um, was, oh, you remember when uh, Vince McMahon had like that that um that group well, like the boss and like his his daughter and damn I'm trying to think of what that group was called because yeah, they used to yeah, always yeah. torment Stone Cold. You know what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They used to always kind of got together for a while. Yeah, and it was like an exec security group. Damn, I'm trying to think what they were called. <laughs> I forgot what they were called too. I remember that arc though. Yeah, but that was like a dope storyline with her. Like she, she was always, uh, you know, having to fight different people. Like she was fighting men and women. But that, that was my person. I mean, if we if we talking about dope chicks, like you can't forget Lita. 
Needles come on, man. Moon. Yo, yeah. she was moonsaulting yeah. on bitches nuts. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Come on, and she was running with the Hardy Boys. She yeah, was the, that, that was my favorite group, the Hardy Boys, man. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah bro. Jeff Hardy. Hardy. Bro, that oh, nigga used to jump man. off anything. Hell yeah, yeah, they didn't give a fuck. How come, how come that yeah, nigga Matt don't never crazy. get no love? People always go, oh, man, Jeff Hardy was the great. Why wasn't Matt? <laughs> that nigga was Swan Todd Marlin, nigga. No, uh, exactly, Jeff, exactly. Jeff, Jeff was the better uh, wrestler. That's why. Yeah. He's a better wrestler. He's a better technical wrestler. And and he did the Swanton dive. Like, I'm going to write some shit off the diving board. I feel like they were kind of set up that way, too. Because where Matt, he was like the cool suave one. Jeff was like the wild like fucking swan time bombing on niggas. <laughs> yeah, well, he, he was set up yeah. to them, be the shit off the high swan time bombing. Those niggas invented the tables, tables, ladders, and chairs match. Basically. And like pretty much set the president with the Dudley boys and Edge and Christian. Like yeah. them, them niggas yeah. set up all that shit. Like that wouldn't even be in existence if it wasn't for them. Nope. Dudley's the truth too. But I think yeah. too, bro, like that's the reason we like WWF though. Like it was it was more raw, like it was more gritty, like it was just more street, like it was more, you know, adult adultish. Whereas like you know, WCW, like it, it wasn't like that. Like it was a little bit more cleaner, I feel. Like I did like WCW, but I mean like that's the reason it I think I like the attitude. Enough. It wasn't, but it's like if you compared the two, man, like it was really different. Like it was really like night and day. Like hey. remember too, WCW. That shit was like I mean, an WW, episode of Jerry Springer after a yeah, while, man. Yeah, but I remember good, WWF man. got real sexual when they added like the Val Venus and Goldust storylines. Like WCW yeah. wasn't like that at all. But remember, but then that's too when uh, WWF started killing the ratings. Cause at first, bro, WCW, uh, like they was a huge competitor. Like, but after that, bro, like they they changed the game. Like attitude era was do, dope, man. Like it was, it was so you, many dope storylines. Do you remember uh, Sable? Cause she posed in Playboy. Ooh. Yep. You remember that? Cause her titties mm-hmm. was out on a regular basis. Yeah. <laughs> 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 on a regular basis. Uh, every regular. night. <laughs> out on a regular. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to hook to yeah, your next single, China, man. But that used to be like. Yeah. China. Like, China did porn. That shit crazy. Yeah. God, this God, is for real? She, she, yeah, she yeah, did. She passed, she though. Oh, man. God bless Wait, the China dead. Passed? Oh, oh, yeah, she passed? Yeah, she From like a drug overdose. Remember, her and X-Pac were actually married in real life. Like, they had real abusive relationship, like drugs and stuff. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah, like, they off, off like they had, like, a really hard life out, out of, outside of the ring. Man. Damn. She, I had no idea. She put yeah. on for all the buff girls. She made buff girls hot. Before they was actually hot, right? That was uh, she's come and hit people in the nuts. She that's why I said Degeneration X never played by the rules, man. Remember, she would always come in when when Triple X would uh, I mean uh, would be fighting the Rock. Remember, the Rock would be winning, the Rock would hit him with a rock bottom or something, and she would come out of nowhere, bow, stomp him in the nuts, nuts, nuts be joggled, <laughs> nigga. And then they get him <laughs> with the pedigree and it's over here with the pedigree. Yeah, pedigree is good. <laughs> I like Triple H too for a while. This is fucking special. With yeah, it's the time to play the game. Yeah, <laughs> that, that game storyline was dope. That game storyline was dope. It's all about the game and how you play it. <laughs> <laughs> 
That boy was cocky as hell. Like, I'm the game. Like, oh, like nigga, that's a dope name. Yeah. Yeah. It is dope. dope. Until the game actually came in the game rapping, and then didn't nobody want to take that name. You know what I'm saying? But that was mm. way after the fact. Yeah, Good point. Seen, Good point. I seen that nigga in concert in Colorado, and it was dope. But let me tell you, after some point, I don't know when he got agitated or something, but he was like on the stage and he was like talking shit and they had his shirt off and it was all these bloods on stage. And then my heart started beating kind of fast because I was like, this nigga for real. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're right, Corey. This you're definitely right. Yeah, ain't no more. Like, I was like, triple I, was H now. I was, bro, too. I was fried, too. I was like, I was paranoid as hell. I was like, yo, who pissed this nigga off in the front row? Like, stop. Whatever you doing, it's not good for your health. <laughs> that's a lot of niggas. <laughs> Yo, hell yeah. That that's six niggas, like times six niggas, times six more niggas. <laughs> yeah, fuck all that. It's like that. thirty six niggas. <laughs> <laughs> and, that's, and that's some long algebra, nigga. <laughs> like nigga, come on, let that man breathe. <laughs> and they got all red on. Hell yeah. So, okay. As far as favorite finishing moves, does your oh, favorite wee. finishing move line up with your favorite wrestler? Mm, man. Oh. Because oh. oh. my favorite was always just like uh, anybody who had a leg lock maneuver was always, it was always super, for it being a whack move, like it was always super lit when a nigga did a leg lock for some reason. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like a like leg lock move. Shooters, yeah. The figure fours. The figure four was dope, though. The Great Wall of Jericho, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, Walls like, of Jericho. Yeah. Yeah. Walls of Jericho are crazy. Yeah. It's just crazy, man, seeing all of that, that stuff. That shit was retarded, dude. He had you tilted on your fucking neck. Like. <laughs> bro, him and Edge used to have some Everybody epic battles, bro. bent up something like that, man. Him and Edge used to fight, like, to the end. Mm-hmm. The edge was dope there. too though. I liked Edge. Edge was dope too. Mm-hmm. Um, who's uh who did the Nash bomb? Who was that was uh the Nash bomb was tight. Nigga, the last ride was tight. Undertaker yeah, used to lift you up bomb. off the fucking shoulders as a power bomb, nigga. <laughs> yeah. The tombstone power driver, like that nigga had everything, the man. Last like, damn. <laughs> nigga Chad, I remember he used to say that shit. He hit that nigga with the last ride. <laughs> last ride. <laughs> 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 yeah, that, that nigga with the last, last ride. ride. That's dude. hilarious. <laughs> um, Garcia, who's your favorite ride. favorite finisher, man? Um, who? Yeah. Do you have a, a, a favorite? Uh, yeah, you. <laughs> Hey man, you remember earlier and he was making fun of me like, hey, he gonna get on there and be like, uh, uh, you just pulled a B rabbit, nigga. Choke artist. <laughs> no, but um, no, my my favorite special is definitely the Stone Cold Stunner, just off the simple fact that he was like making motherfuckers ragdoll. Like yeah. in real life. I like you know, that. That shit was hilarious. I like that it's one, Stone man. Cold. He, Stone Cold! Yeah. <laughs> it depends on how hyped the announcers got, too. The announcers got hyped, and then if they acted it out right and their legs went up, it's like the crowd participation was always good to see in any of the finishers. 
So right. I can feel that. I can feel that. Um, I didn't really have a specific one, but um, <clears throat> but yeah, I just thought I, I thought I'd ask. Um, also, as well, I was curious with you guys. How do you guys feel about a lot of the? Not a lot, but this whole UFC, WWE crossover thing that's happening now, you know, Brock Lesnar Lesnar and um, Ronda Rousey's about to go WWE now. Um, how do we feel about that? Um, Ken Shamrock back in the day was crossing back over. How do you guys feel about that? I'm okay with it as long as cool, UFC stay, uh, stay authentic, as long as, like, UFC don't start getting, like, drama in it. Or some crazy mm, shit like nah, it's, UFC should still be authentic yeah. and like go to where you prove and because I mean Brock what Brock started in wrestling then went and then he won then he lost and then he went back to wrestling then he went back my to thing game, is so. you can hate on wrestling whether it's real or fake but it's a couple like truths to that man it, it take a lot to keep your body in shape like that it take a lot to act mm-hmm. and to come up with those lines it's, it take a lot to stick to scripts you know it, it take a lot to do to fake it or create or make it real like no matter however you look at it so i got respect for wrestling as a whole you know on that um but i i feel like it's fine i that's okay i don't it knows about i don't watch really watch wrestling or ufc that much but mm-hmm. i think it should be fine because it's all just physical stuff as long as ufc i feel like stay authentic to be like gritty and really about like this fucking shit up booty you know. dance nigga. <laughs> excuse me i'm sorry about that <laughs> you know, you know, nigga just struggling uh damn that nigga got fucked up i tried to heal him um yeah i agree with that like as long as i can still go watch real fighting on ufc i'm straight like we gotta still have those degrees right. of separation in 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 our entertainment and what we doing so i'm all for it man all day I don't um, know how much is really in WWF or WWE, um, but I feel like it don't matter as long as it's entertaining. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to UFC, I want that shit to be real and entertaining. Like I don't know. <laughs> like, right. Exactly. Um, that's just me though. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think it adds a really cool element when you get real fighters in the ring. Um, yeah, definitely. In a not a play stage. I hate calling it that, but just like in a in a scripted, more scripted scene, I guess. Uh it, it's I it's mean, really cool. The physical shit is still physical regardless. Like, right. you know, like to, to perform that shit is not easy. Yo, we cooking this nigga like eggs. You don't see this shit. Woo! I know y'all doing work because this nigga X stopped talking. This nigga's done. <laughs> he said no topics now. <laughs> nah, I was letting that nigga talk. You're done now. I feel it. Ronda Rousey is already in the Royal Rumble or some shit. Already like getting a title shot or something in in the. Of course, she's in, a big name. Yeah, and people are kind of you know you you anger people that I don't way. Know. Though. She should be having all that though. Don't she has to work her way up the ranks? Yeah, because you got <laughs> your ass dusted in 45 seconds. Like, yeah, but you got to think, neither did Brock Lesnar. When Brock Lesnar went over to UFC, he got a shot at the, at the title ASAP. He right. fought one fight, and then he had a shot at the title, and he won. He beat that nigga, like, and then he lost. But, so, I mean, it was the same thing. It was a big name. Like, it's also a business, too. So, I mean, you got to look at it. It's a big name. Oh. You got to think, like, she was in the Expendables, like, 
she was in rather them the movies weren't that good they just action movies but i mean she was in like two expendables like that's kind of big like she ain't gonna be no little name you know what i mean i mean but even if you made like a like a, a fake plot like you could still make one like where like she an underdog and had to come up the ranks i think that'd be a good plot just as good as if she started at the top and then like just had to fend off anybody else Okay, here's my question. If you're gonna to piggyback off the topic, what made you stop watching wrestling? Um, once I started getting into school and grades actually became a thing, homework started to become difficult, extracurricular activities, you actually had to do a lot of outside work and you'd be at practice and working. Um you you kind of felt I fell out of it naturally, you know, once once you get a job. You know what I'm saying? When you're like 16, but I even probably stopped before that just because like I picked up trumpet, I picked up basketball, and I think other things started to take my interest. More specifically, music. Once I found music to be something that I enjoyed, bro, it was just it was it was over for me because I really wanted to start learning more and more and devoting my time to both. So, um, okay, music in 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 uh, sports. So. Uh, it just got too hard to watch. And then one day to me, I watched it after not watching it for a while. Like I finally went, ah, man, I can finally sit down and watch it. It just seemed so cheesy to me. And I was like, man, it's just really not the same. <laughs> it just looked kind of cheesy. And then like there was a couple new characters that I just didn't know and didn't really like them. Like in our era, correct me if I'm wrong, in, in the era that we're speaking of, everybody was like kind of flashy. They had these cool outfits. And then... uh as the time progressed, everybody started to look more like Kurt Angle, just draws and el- elbow pads with a cool name. And it yeah. was just like nobody really had like a cool outfit or a persona. It was just people talking shit right. and wrestling. And it was just like, that's not cool, man. I want like I want to have like a story backline to some of the stuff that, that's going on. What happened to Goldust? What happened to Mr. Ass? What happened? You know, those guys, yeah, like, you know. Like, personalities man real personalities x-pac road dog booker t like these guys who had these personas or whatever and sometimes these crazy outfits that they would come out in i just like the outfits once you get in the ring of course stripped down you got a job to do and you got to be athletic and stuff but like i just really enjoyed the craziness behind the scenes and then like people's trash talking got whacked because bullying became a thing and they started to pull back on that it's just like, ah, man, all this shit is kind of cornball now. <laughs> yeah. Like, ding. So it was just whatever. Yeah. Stop watching. It wasn't the same. But, I mean, one of these days, they'll they'll probably end up getting back to uh, the crazy spectacles. I don't watch it now. But, like, John Cena, for example, was kind of, like, almost that, um, you know, just, like, crazy. I think that's why he's so popular. He was just, like. His personality was just so wild. You know what I mean? He's um, loud. You know, yeah. he's loud. You can't see me. Hey, you know, he was all over the place. Yeah. The reason why I even know about him is because, like, you couldn't, what was it, 2015, you couldn't walk five five steps without hearing about John Cena? Yeah, man. John Cena was everywhere, man. So uh, we need to get back to that. If, if, if I'm personally going to get back into wrestling, but I, I just, I think I outgrew it, man. I just, I can watch other TV shows if I need action like that and stuff. So, uh-huh. plus now I'm more so in the anime and stuff now too. So I'd rather dive deeper into that because I missed the whole thing. And then I'm trying. I want to get into comics. You know what I mean? It's just so much stuff I want to get into. Wrestling is just not up there. 
just not, right. it's not for me. So, you know what made me stop watching wrestling? I'm curious. What is that, man? When I started wrestling. <laughs> the irony. You mean to tell me I can't hit a nigga with a DDT? No, you will go to jail, homie, on this man. Y'all have to be a juvie, you DDT a motherfucker on this. I can't hit a nigga with a power bomb. Like if you can pick a motherfucker up against his will and the position they have to be in for a power bomb, you go ahead and do that. <laughs> See how that works out for you, homie. <laughs> right. That and I discovered mixed martial arts. Ah, yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. I like I, I found out about UFC and Pride and K1. But K1 is more kickboxing, just kickboxing. But K1, I think the first thing I saw was K1 Grand Prix. And mm, uh, mm. I, saw, I saw K1 Grand Prix and then I, I saw a Pride fight, which I thought Pride was... I didn't like Pride because it was just so cheesy looking, but it was just because, like, the bad lighting in the arena, believe it or not. It just had horrible lighting there. Right. I don't know why they had horrible lighting in those arenas in Pride. But, uh, so, yeah, and then I started wrestling myself, and I was like, the only real moves you can do, like, on the mat that you could do in WWF or WWE was, like, the submissions and... Shit, I'm trying to think. You can do a double leg takedown, which is kind of like Goldberg's spear, but you don't get the running start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No running start, B. <laughs> and you got to be on your knees when you take them down. So, yeah. Because yeah, it can't be yeah. a slam. The only slam, I don't think I think, I think that qualifies as a slam, what you can do is the fireman's carry, and it's a defensive move because. You can't just fireman's carry a nigga. You got to wait for him to shoot in. Then you got to get underneath them with a sprawl and then throw him over you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, if you get that, if you get that done to you, it is so embarrassing. Oh, my God. I got fireman's carried. It was so embarrassing. For real? I was sm I was smelling myself, man. I was wrestling this kid. He didn't have he didn't. I don't know what it what it was. He didn't have he was quick. But he didn't have this my strength or my endurance. He was getting winded. I'm like, what are, what are you doing? Like, I'm chunkier than you, <laughs> and I'm shorter than you. Why why is this a thing? Like, I don't know what it was. I got a little overconfident. I came in for a takedown sloppily, and he bucked me. Dang. I was heels to Jesus. I made him pay for it, though. Put his ass in a cross face. Ooh. Let him tap out. Yeah, no, nah, you're not going to have me looking crazy out in front of my girl, homie. We gonna have to fight in the parking lot. Yeah, I, uh, I, I was in the UFC at the same time. Actually, we used to watch UFC, boxing, wrestling, and football. And I slowly stopped watching football because the Browns was whacked, and I stopped watching wrestling. Um, still watch uh, UFC and stopped watching boxing as well because that got boring. But UFC was the one that stuck around, and it was just because I think the one thing that. It was crazy was seeing Frank Shamrock go between the WWF and, and the UFC. And people probably <laughs> think... Ken Shamrock crazy ass. Yeah. Juice, juice to the fucking gills. Dude is so juiced. Yeah, yo. He was he was nuts, bro. And I know people thinking because Ronda Rousey is about to hit the ring in the WWE coming up. They're probably like, oh, man, that's cool that she was able to do both. And 
you know, besides Brock Lesnar, but it's like, nah, dude, Frank Shamrock was the, or uh, Ken Shamrock was Ken. the first yeah. dude to do it, and his brother Frank was the one who actually was, like, more successful in the, in the sport, in my opinion, but they were submission artists, and then when he went to the WWF, his stigma was he was the submission man, but really in the ring when he fought, like, that's what he did. Like, they submitted cats all day. You couldn't put your arm, your leg out when you fought the Shamrock brothers, bro. So they snagged nah. that boy up, twisted up, and damn near break it. Yeah, I hear looking. I hear looking stupid. Yep. yep. So yeah, that's what that's what ended wrestling for me. Actual mat wrestling. And I tell you what, I would mat I, I mat wrestled, but I, I didn't like Kurt Angle. Like, and this is exactly what he went to the Olympics for. Right. It was whack. It wasn't <laughs> fun to watch. The same way. It wasn't like the big no. slams, but it was always funny. Remember later in his career, he used to egg people on to come do traditional wrestling in the ring and he used to fuck them up every time <laughs> he'd get yep. on the ground and be like come on <laughs> and they get down there in that position and then the ref would have him go he eat that hey, he ass would up. fuck him up yeah <laughs> he's, a, he's a gold medal olympian man <laughs> it's for a reason that's like you say what you want about ronda rousey's fighting ability but you decide to step on a put on a gi and step into the ring where you want to do judo you're gonna get thrown around even as a man like mm -hmm. she's an olympic level judo coach she is not to be fucked with in that realm nope that was um i was talking to somebody about that they was like man ronda rousey going to the wwe man she kept getting her head beat in i was like but bro She's been a champion her whole life. I feel like she just got bored. Wouldn't you get bored if you just was winning? You was winning dojo or, or, or judo uh, championships, and then you go on to, to UFC to do mixed martial arts, and nobody has beaten you in the first two years of your career? Like, I would be bored, too. Like, he probably just stopped giving a shit, but. That couple with the, uh, the, the entire... The talent pool got expanded and she was forced to face um, girls that had different skill sets than what she was used to. Because, I mean, I'm going to be real with you, man. Based on what I've seen as far as martial arts go, a lot of girls don't like to strike. Especially pretty girls. Like Striking means you're going to get hit in the fucking face. <laughs> right. I think the only fucking female striker she took down was Gina Carano. And like that's my bae. And Gina Carano is a Muay Thai expert. Mm. Uh, but when these girls start coming in like uh holly Holm, who was a expert kickboxer slash boxer you know you got chris cyborg's crazy ass who's just i i'm still not 100 percently convinced she's a woman <laughs> like she's fucking just this powerhouse like yeah. like chris cyborg is built like how i was built at peak conditioning like and she has breasts <laughs> it's crazy. Chris Cyborg. Chris Cyborg is crazy built and she's super strong. She was on steroids for a while too, which yes, why I won't nobody she don't was. nobody want to fight her because it's like I'm not fighting you. You probably still on steroids. And if not, you took steroids, bro. Like I don't yeah, know the science the behind girls. it, so I might be sounding ignorant to some people, but that it, it's once you get big, you can stay big. But naturally getting that big is hard in the first place. So you unnaturally got that big and then you stayed that big. It's just like, it's, and then you you look like you're getting bigger. So like, is you still taking the roids? We don't know. Are you still juicing? Yeah. Like it's, I feel like as far as roids go, like you get, you lose some of that freakish strength they give you. Yeah. But you still maintain some of the size. And as long as you continue, I understand the roids help. 
But like as long as you continue that same training regimen, man, you're not gonna lose all of those gains. You're gonna keep most of them. Right. So like, you know, you're gonna keep you're gonna keep most of them. You know, so it's like it, it, yeah, it's why you don't want to do that shit, man. Like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> like if I like like professionally fighting somebody who was roided up, like I wouldn't want to do that. Nah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a pass personally, but uh, you know, everybody entitled to do whatever it is that they want to do. I'm just not planning to do that to my body, and some people are okay with it, but I'm good. I'm good. I, I'll I'll do the old fashioned way. Give me some protein powder, some pre workout, and some weights. Yep. And about eight months of hard work, and you will see a difference in me. <laughs> <laughs> you will definitely see a difference in me. It may not be ridiculous, but you will see a difference in me. Hey, man, you look you look stronger, bro. They got the left for eight months. I better look stronger. You're right. Yep. <laughs> Get above my neck, me. <laughs> Fucking gains. <laughs> My fucking gains is ridiculous. I'm overall 50 pounds stronger on every single muscle group, nigga. Like, you start cussing people out. Like, are you on roids? You roid raging right now. Like, no, man. I'm on this whey protein. No chocolate peanut butter and almond milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wildin'. You know what I'm talking. You a gym head. You know what the hell I'm talking about. That's why you laughing. <laughs> oh, Speaking man. of which, I got to go and Lauren get here. We going to the gym today. Lauren's on day three. I'm on day two. We used to we used to root for a wrestler whose name was Ass Man, and our parents didn't whoop our ass. Did anybody ever think about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That nigga's name was Ass Man for sure. Uh, <laughs> we said, definitely- and if you don't like that. We got two up. words for you. Suck it. Niggas was saying that shit all around school. Man, I used to always be doing that. that shit. And because my name is Xavier, I used to be like, oh my God, yeah. Like, that was my thing. Man, then was no the days. You got no chance. <laughs> we was really, bro, we was really reacting stuff and saying stuff we was not supposed to be saying. Oh, for sure. Oh, suck it. My mom hated that, man. Like, she hated it. Yeah, she hated it. My dad thought it was funny. My mom hated it. Mm -hmm. Most, I think most, most parents did, but that was like the bad boy era, man. That's fucking light work compared to some of the shit that's going on now. Oh, yeah, that's super light work. Cause like, cause literally like three years later, I was introduced to Liberty City and my life changed. (laughs) Random 103? Yeah, yeah, oh, buddy. Man, and my life changed. So, oh god, I was like, oh, and getting hookers in the back, the car jiggling. Let's do some business. Like let's ride. Uh, let's ride. Who wanna go to war? <laughs> Triads, right. what's up? Yeah. Walking in Chinatown hey, just start it, shooting shit up. Take a nice ass. What what was the uh Italian uh uh mafia? What the fuck was cause you could take the sentinels? 
The Mafia Sentinels. Yeah. The, the Mafia Sentinel. Wow, like, cause that shit yeah. was blacked out. It was murdered out. I said, yeah. I'm gonna ride these all day long. That was in every garage I had. <laughs> two of them bitches. It's every yeah. garage. Two of them bitches. The Mafia Sentinel. That's crazy. I remember that though. <laughs> exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Dang, crazy. W WWF started the us going to more, I guess, adult content. Yeah, we and, was teenagers. So he was yeah, like, it's time to graduate. Off. Yeah, stuff took off after that. It's crazy that you way. think about it. Because people really did think WWF was bad back then. And it's like, man, you jumped five years ahead. And it's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Now everything's mm-hmm. PG now. Everything's going back. Everything is reverting. They trying to. Because <laughs> John Cena back. and Daniel. Uh, I don't sorry, even uh, think you can, Daniel bro. Bryant. I don't think you can revert anything back because everything is uh everything's under a microscope now because of social media. Everything's under an eyeball. Yeah. Like the whole world, you know, God, you know, bless them families, you know, but like in Florida, the whole world seen that. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. six year olds and seven year olds yeah. with iPhones and iPads just seen that on national TV. Like boys know everything now. Like it sucks, but boys are desensitized to it. It's just mm-hmm. what it is. Mm-hmm. Like when we was kids, there's stuff that we would have never known. Like parents would never be like, "Get out of grown folks' business," you know. Like you knew something was going on, but they're like you a kid, I'm not gonna tell you. Now yeah, your mom don't want to tell you. You like, oh well, CNN right here on my phone said that this, <laughs> you know, this just happened. You're like mom, so what happened? Yeah, like, oh, don't like, worry what about it. Some What's bad going people on? just just attacked yeah, the building. You really yeah, wouldn't you know. know. Like, yeah. But now it's like <laughs> your kid to come to you like, damn, mom. Lil Pump just said <laughs> some, some, some planes just flew You had to bring up Lil Pump. Like, oh. That's the one you went with? Lil Pump? Yeah. They gonna know before anybody Lil else, Pump. man. Lil, booty Lil Pump, though. Lil Booty Pump. Corey. Corey. Hey, Lil Pump. nigga, do, do a swanton dive off that nigga. <laughs> Lil, Lil Booty Pump, huh? Yeah. That's what we doing. <laughs> nigga bring up Migos on Black History. <laughs> yo, yo, I want to talk to you, but hello, yeah, man. Every, everybody quiet. Little pump, like nigga. Hey, what? Hey, get everybody quiet down. Garcia, I listened to the episode. I listened to it. And I yeah. said, what the fuck on this nigga mind <laughs> that he would bring up the Migos? And the, no, them niggas relevant. Oh. I said, "Oh my God, the drugs." <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> That's yeah, what I said when I heard these it. Niggas they, got need like bring drugs. Back. <laughs> they need to bring drugs. They need to bring deer back. Chad, kids don't do drugs. <laughs> dare to be different. Like, this I'm your brain on drugs. That egg friend. That was like, you. People listen to them. Y'all don't, cause y'all like.